Afternoon, everybody. Hope everybody is having a great Wednesday. Hopefully everybody's gotten cleaned out from all the snow and the nasty rain. It doesn't make it very fun when it's heavy and wet. I can tell you that firsthand. Especially when all the snow comes off this church roof and I gotta shovel it off the deck and off the wheelchair ramps. When it's heavy and wet, it is no fun. So I hope you got all cleaned out. I got all cleaned out this morning at my house with the truck and came over here to do the uh, church parking lot. Got a couple swipes in and uh, my driver's side axle shaft broke. So I attempted to drive it all the way to the garage that way praying the whole entire way, Jesus, get me to the garage, Jesus, get me to the garage, while I'm bouncing back and forth in the truck. But we made it. He answered my prayer, and we made it to the garage. And all the truck's getting fixed, and it's always good to have uh, good neighbors. And Henry, next door to the church, was able to help me get all cleaned out and get the church cleaned up, because there was no way I was getting it fixed today. But God is still good. No matter what happens, God is still good. So I'm sitting here at the church trying to stay on schedule to get the uh, live stream out there. But if you're jumping on, let me know where you're watching from. The rain has stopped and the sun looks like it's starting to come out. So I shouldn't be having any internet connection problems. So if you're jumping on, let me know that everything is working. So today is day three of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I hope you're all doing well through this and the Lord is speaking to you and revealing himself to you. I'm just curious what day three is for the prayer guide. Day three for the prayer guide is spend time in prayer today for our state, our nation, and our leaders. Amen. How many know our state and our nation and our leaders need our prayers? They need our prayers. <laughs> Most of all for salvation. Amen. But yesterday we started talking about the promises of God. The promises of God. Yesterday we talked about the promises of God are yes and amen. Yes and amen. Good afternoon, Rebecca. Hope you guys are doing well. So yesterday was all his promises are yes and amen. And we talked about how a promise, number one, is only as good as the integrity of the person making the promise. And we know that we serve a God that has never failed us and that his promises are always yes 
and we can expect all his promises to be fulfilled. And today, if you missed the first one yesterday, you can go back and watch it on the live stream. I think I might upload these 21 days of prayer and fasting videos to our YouTube channel as well, maybe even our podcast platform for those that use that. But today for day three, I want to talk about just for a couple minutes here on His promises are sure. His promises are sure. I'm sure some of you guys are probably shocked. Pastor John doesn't have a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I haven't had one for a couple days. That's uh, since the 21 days of prayer and fasting started, and uh, it's pretty rough. But God is faithful. Amen. So his promises are sure. When we pray out of the knowledge of knowing his promises, we can pray with an attitude of expectancy, believing that the answer will come. When we know his promises, we then know how to pray. Let me say that again. When we know his promises, we then know how to pray. This is exactly what 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 through 15 is saying. And if we read that, it says this. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 through 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to His will. Look, that's very important to understand. It doesn't just say if we ask anything. And there's a lot of people that have this mentality, if I ask anything, absolutely anything, and that's not what this means. This says if we ask anything according to His will. This is why I've said so many times in church, it's important to know the promises of God, and it's important to know His will for your life. Because when you know the promises and you know His will, you then truly know how to pray. It says, ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. But it's very important to notice here that it says, asking according to his will. Lord, your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. It's very important to know the will of God for your life and to know his promises so then you can truly effectively know how to pray. Because why? Just like we said in the beginning of this, when we pray out of the knowledge of his promises and his will, we can pray with expectancy, believing what we have asked him for will happen. Why? Because it's his will and it's his promise. Amen? If we do not know his promises or his will, we will not be able to confidently go before him with an attitude of expectancy to receive the manifestation of his promises. It only comes through knowing. How do we know? We also know by getting into his word, knowing what his word says for my life, knowing what he calls me to do, obeying what he's asked me to do, praying his will. Look, I've said this before in church on Sundays. You can pray and say in Jesus' name all you want. But just because you say 
in Jesus' name doesn't mean it's some magic formula for you to get whatever you want when you want. You can say in Jesus' name all you want, but if it is not a promise for your life, and if it's not his will for your life, I don't believe he's going to answer that prayer. That's why it's important to know the promises of God and know his will for your life. Because if you, you can pray till you're blue in the face, face, but if what you're praying for is not his will for your life, you will not receive that, the answer for that prayer. Maybe you will, but maybe the answer will be no. Because it's not God's will for your life. That's why we must always be praying for God's will. And to know God's will for our life so we then know what to pray for and be effective in our prayers. As we grow in knowledge of his promises in the word, we will receive a deeper faith, which will result in a life of trust and obedience. I believe as you spend time getting to know God and his word and his will for your life, it will deepen your walk with God. You will have a deeper faith, which will result in a life of trust. You will trust him no matter what. When you have a deep relationship with the Lord, you will trust him no matter what. You will have faith in him no matter what. Knowing that he is always faithful, his promises are sure, his promises do not fail. He always does what he says he will do. It will result in a life of trust and obedience. Faith doesn't come from information. Look, we can hear information, but doesn't mean that we necessarily get faith from that. Faith does not come from information, but from deeply dwelling upon the word of God. And we know with everything going on around in our world right now, if we went by information, some of you just need to stop listening to some information. Because Most of the information that's out there on social media or on the news or in our world is information that's not going to give me faith. It's information that's going to give me fear and it's information that's that's negative and it's fearful and it fills you full of worry and anxiety. That's why faith doesn't come just by information. Faith comes from deeply dwelling upon the word of God and having a relationship with God. That way, when I get information that doesn't sound very good, I've been dwelling in the word of God and my faith is built up even in the midst of bad information. You might get a doctor's report. That's not great. Well, your faith doesn't come from the doctor. Your faith comes from dwelling upon and getting into the word of God that builds your faith. So when you get a doctor's report that's negative, that information is not giving you faith. But knowing the information that you're getting, that you're putting in your spirit from God's word and dwelling upon God's word, that is going to give you faith and faith and more faith for the victory to come, knowing that I don't trust in man's report, I trust in God's report, and by his stripes I am healed. And when you continue to focus on God's word, and not just just reading the information, but allowing it to get into your life, taking the information and applying it, because application brings transformation. And when you get the information, you have application, you get transformation, your faith 
is built up and no matter what negative information you might get in the world, you can stand upon the word of God knowing his promises are sure. Amen. This is what God wants for us. This is what God wants for us. We bring him honor and glory when we fully live in his redemptive promises. And as a result, fully live out our divine destiny. When we know what he has already supplied for us, we become partakers of these great promises. I said it yesterday and I'll say it again. It's one thing to know the promises of God. But it's another thing to know that the promises of God are for you. The promises of God are for you. When we know what he has already supplied for us, what he's already supplied, we become partakers of these great promises. How do I know what he has supplied for me, pastor? Get into the word. Study God's word. And don't just be a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. Understand that what he has supplied is already for you. You can be a partaker of these great promises. Why? Because his promises are sure. I don't know what you're facing today or what you're going through today or maybe things that have taken place in your life recently. Some of you just need to remind yourself his promises are for sure. If you're watching this right now, put that in the comments. Type that out in faith. His promises are for sure. His promises are for sure. It's all about knowing his promises. Let's read 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 through 15, one more time. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, according to his will, he hears us. It doesn't say if we ask anything to our heart's desire. It doesn't say if we ask anything according to what we want. It doesn't say if we ask anything according to what my will is. It says if we ask anything according to his will. Put that in the comments. According to his will. According to his will. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. But it all starts by knowing his will, knowing that his promises are sure. Look, if you're sick this morning and you begin to pray, God, heal my body, I believe that's according to his will. That's according to his will. And I believe if we pray according to his will, by his stripes I am healed, that you can walk in healing. Believing, knowing that those promises aren't just something that we read about in scripture, but by his stripes I am healed. By his stripes you are healed. According to his will. If you're praying for people to give their life to the Lord, that's a, that's a prayer that's according to his will. He wishes that none should perish, but all would come to the saving knowledge. Right? 
Maybe you're praying that your finances, your finances, God would bless your finances. As you're obedient and you do what God has called you to do with your finances, God will bless your finances. That is his will. That is his will. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked for. Some of you just simply needed to be reminded this morning, not this morning, but this afternoon, that his promises are sure. Whatever you need, whatever you're in need of, I believe God wants to supply for that need. He says in his word, I'll supply all of your needs according to what? His riches and his glory. His promises are sure. Amen. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about knowing the promises he has given. We must know the promises he has given. So I hope this has, uh, I know I probably was a little bit shorter than yesterday, but this is what the Lord has given me for today. His promises are sure. If you're just jumping on now, you can go back and watch the replay. Also, just an announcement for you, um, as you are going through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, uh, continue to pray for our services right here at His Church. I'm believing God is going to continue to do great things. We're going to be starting a series this coming Sunday for the next several weeks on the family. The family. I'm not going to go into much detail, but I want to encourage you to be here. This isn't just towards the family necessarily at home, but also the family of God as a whole. And I believe if we get the home right, we get the church right. Why? Because we are the church. And if we can get our homes in order, I believe the church then becomes in order. And I, I want to encourage you to come out Sunday morning. Service starts at 1030, or if you're not from around here and you've been watching us faithfully online, we appreciate you. You can continue to watch and join us on our Facebook page when we go live on Sundays at 1030. And also for those that watch during the week, you can go on our YouTube channel, His Church Oxford, and also any major podcast platform. I don't know all the names of them, but I know we're on there. Just search for His Church and I just hope you're all being blessed. You know, we do our best to to keep the online stuff going. I do my best to, during these days of fasting and stuff, to come on and encourage you and to, to feed you. And I just hope you're uh, being blessed through this Facebook page. Also, Autumn gets on and also posts stuff uh, during the week. And I know that people are seeing things and the gospel is getting out there. And we appreciate all of you for, for getting on either during the live stream or during the replay later and watching and taking the time to just join us during this 21 days of prayer and fasting to draw closer to the Lord. So God bless. I will be back on again tomorrow, hopefully around the same time. I've done well two days in a row coming on pretty much around the same time. But I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Be praying for church on Sunday. Look, don't just come. We talk, we've been talking about preparation. Be prepared for church on Sunday. Prepare yourself. Ask God to prepare hearts 
and minds of other people that will be here. We never know who's going to walk through these doors, and, and I believe God wants to change lives, and we should be praying every week for our next gathering, that God does something extraordinary, God does something great, because he always does when we are open and willing to follow his leading. And that's how I want our, want our church to always be, is I, I've always liked to say, spirit-led and spirit-fed. And I always want to be open to the leading of the, the Holy Spirit, no matter what service looks like, or what the Holy Spirit might lead us to do. Sundays can look, I believe, completely different every week, and different things can happen. We don't, I, I'm kind of tired of the, the status quo of, you know, going through the motions and coming together and having a couple songs of worship and getting into the word and, and praying and, and going home. I believe when you, the spirit is allowed to operate and move, things happen. And I don't care if we have worship the whole entire service. I don't care if we lay hands on people and we don't preach and we just lay hands on people the whole entire service. I, I don't care what the service looks like. I, I'm open to the Holy Spirit having his way. And I want you to pray that your heart is open for the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, have your way in me. Do what you want to do with me. Flow how you want to flow when we gather together in church on Sundays. Whatever you want to do to change lives, do it. Do what only you can do. Amen. I promise. I'm done. I promise. Anyway. So like I said, spirit led, spirit fed. Sometimes I get rambling again when I when I feel it stirred up in my spirit. Anywho, God bless. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we will see you on Sunday morning, 1030. 52 Pottle Road, Oxford, Maine. God bless.